0: I'm Jess.
1: And I'm George. And this is Trans-pantastic. TransPantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of life that happens between it. I said something different. I'm not sure what it was though.
0: All of life instead of all the life, I think is what we usually say. Oh. That's okay. You you're you've got all the words in the right order to make the right idea, and that's the important thing. <laughs> yes. Your aunt, on the other hand.
1: (laughs) No, not my aunt.
0: (laughs) She occasionally leaves you voicemails with the words, not all in the right order.
1: Yes, she does.
0: And do we still have some of these saved? We, We have, like, experience backing up, you know, a few months from when she went to go visit your sister. And we had talked about this then, about how everyone except her saw that she had memory problems and was having some probably age-related cognitive decline.
1: Except she's not that old. She's like 12 years older than me.
0: I didn't say she's not old. I didn't say she is old. I didn't say anything about her age. I'm saying that she has some
1: cognitive decline. Some typically uh Typically age-related, yes. Yes.
0: yes. I, I think she is hitting it a little early because <laughs> she had a very difficult childhood that caused some stress that... Does age a person more quickly?
1: It's possible. That could be part of a cause. She takes a lot of medications that can age you. Mm-hmm. She does have a seizure disorder of some sort that she didn't even find out about until the last few years when she got her Obamacare and got a real doctor.
0: About damn time.
1: And she then she found out she has uh, some seizure type things uh-huh. that she's probably had all her life. Lovely. But yes, when she went to my sister's, my sister decided once and for all that my aunt needed to go to the doctor and find out what was going on about her memory and what, what should be done about it.
0: And we had a whole episode about this some yes, months we ago, did. and I'll link it in the show notes.
1: So my aunt finally recently, in the last few weeks, went to the neurologist.
0: Well... You didn't know what day her appointment was and the original expectation was that you would be the adult that would go with her to be the responsible person in the room saying, no, really, Mr. Doctor person, here's what's happening.
1: Well, first she had to have an MRI and then we had to go in for the results. Mm -hmm. And my sister, yes, my sister had assigned this task. Figuring that if she assigned it, my aunt would accept that I was going to do that, even though my aunt was busy being mad at me at the time. She was. And yelling at all of us that she did not have a memory problem.
0: I don't remember having any memory problems. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember forgetting that.
1: I I think it's, you know, she wouldn't understand if she heard this. She'd get mad that we were laughing at her. But if my memory was all messed up, I think you should laugh. I'm just saying ahead of time.
0: Oh, when your memory gets all messed up, don't worry. I will laugh. Okay. You, you, you've you seen how we do coping humor around here, right? Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: So I took my mother to some doctor's appointment. Endocrinology, I think. Yes, it was. The endocrinologist,
0: the... who's the same one you see.
1: And my mother was doing quite well, and everything was good. And then she complained about some leg pain and then didn't want to listen to the answers. <laughs> and the doctor was looking at her like... Don't you're ask asking me for my help and I'm giving you the solution and you're saying no and laughing at her, yeah. which I thought was great.
0: That's wonderful. That's my mother exactly likes what that needs doctor. to happen. Yeah.
1: And, and then giving her a hard time about that choice. Yes. So yes. And now as we're leaving the endocrinologist, the receptionist who's making the appointment for next time says to me, did you get your prescription for the testosterone? Because I did call the pharmacy. And there had
0: been an issue over whether or not it was going to be renewed. So,
1: very conveniently located. If you didn't or there's any problems, please let me know. Very good. So, that's great. So, we leave the endocrinologist. And as we're leaving, my mother says, are you going to the neurologist with your aunt tomorrow? And I know I have this assignment. Yes. And I had accepted the mission. (laughs) And... I say to my mother, they probably know that music, both of them. Oh, so I'm
0: sure, because they this remember the mission impossible with your aunt.
1: <laughs> so I say to my mother, well, not unless I know about it.
0: <laughs>
1: and she says, well, if we ask your aunt, she tells us, I don't know if George knows about it. I'm rolling my eyes.
0: I think you're about to detach your retina. (laughs) You should stop that.
1: (laughs) So I say, when is she going to the neurologist tomorrow? Do you know that? And she says, I think it's at 8.15. So I think about this for a few minutes. And I know from this feedback that my aunt is avoiding taking me with to the doctor because she had probably decided while she was still mad at me that she wasn't taking me. So she had that in the back of her mind somewhere.
0: But all of these things get jumbled in the back of her mind because did we mention cognitive decline?
1: That's what the testing was for. Yes. Knowing this problem, I think, what can I do? How do I phrase this to my aunt? So I decide I'm going to say to her, I send her a text saying, hey, do we still have your neurologist tomorrow at age 15?
0: Because cognitive decline, she doesn't know if she told you or not.
1: And she texts back and says, yes. And I say, okay.
0: And what time did they say it was?
1: 8.15.
0: Your mother and your aunt both said it was 8.15.
1: Well, my aunt agreeing with me. Okay. And I'm going with the time my mother gave me. Okay, then. So I'm asking my aunt. She says, yes. I say, okay, I can meet you there. Just tell me where to meet you. Where's his office? And she tells me pretty much where his office is. And then she calls me and tells me, his name, and then I just look it up to see where do I find him. Really, yeah, <laughs> more specifically. Yes. And so um, I'm like, okay, that was easier than I thought. Very good. I I I didn't want her to not take me with after I agreed to this mission. Right. <laughs> so, because all my family members would be like, so. Yeah. What do you mean you didn't go with her?
0: Uh, she didn't tell me when to go
1: and there I'll be you know they would yeah it would
0: still be your fault
1: doing the face palm yes so this is set up and um we've gone to the endocrinologist and my mom's doing good and they really like her numbers and all this good stuff and there's this little anomaly where her blood sugar goes up and down pretty high sometimes, but it's very random. And she's even tried eating the same things two days in a row and getting totally different. So it, the doctor just says, you know, that's just the best thing she can think of is it's just your genetics sometimes fighting against this whole thing. And it it goes right back by the next testing. So I'm all good with it. Yeah. So everything's good. We leave the doctor. And? And there's a full moon. And I don't usually sleep good on full moons. I only I know this from years, but I also know this very specifically scientifically because I have two apps now that tell me how I'm sleeping.
0: One in the phone that you set on the mattress and it tracks the movement of the bed, and the other one in your smartwatch that you wear to bed.
1: Yes, my my tracker thing. So Because
0: you were curious about how all of this was working because neither of us have been sleeping very well off and on for a while now.
1: Right. So I go to bed I figure, I'm probably not going to sleep as good because that's been the thing, but I'll sleep as good as I can. And I've already scheduled myself to be off in the morning. And when my aunt called, I said, okay, that's good because I already took the time off. Now, my aunt is a working class person or was before she was retired, and she understands work is work, and you be there when you're supposed to. And if you've already taken the time off, then you do the other thing that you are scheduled.
0: You're not getting paid. You're doing something else that's productive.
1: You're doing the other thing that you took time off for. Yes. It's all, you know, important. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she accepts that, you know, I'm going with her. It's all good.
0: And we go to bed around, what, 10 or 11?
1: Yes. I usually turn my phone sound off, but I thought it was off. But for some reason, and maybe that's because of one of the apps or something, my phone is ringing at 1 o'clock in the morning. And I'm thinking, that app can't be... Sounding the alarm to get up already. It's dark out.
0: It is dark out, and it does have an alarm in it that is supposed to somehow key with your sleep cycle. And when you are restless, it will be more likely to wake you up in the time that you have asked for it to wake you up.
1: Right, but it wasn't that time, and it I didn't know that because I was asleep.
0: Yeah, there. And is then that. heard
1: the sound, and I look at the phone, and it says. I pick up the phone to see why is it making this noise at the wrong time.
0: And, it's and I see.
1: It's a phone call from my mother, Oh and I can see the time right there. It says 1 a.m., and I'm like, crap. So I answer the phone, and my mother says with a very weak voice, I need help. Come and help me. And I say, okay, you need me to come there, and she says yes. And I get off the phone, and I get dressed, and I get over to my mother's house, and I'm thinking on the way there, this sounds like a blood sugar reaction. Yeah. Uh, insulin reaction, which meaning too much insulin big problem yes and we just came from the endocrinologist everything was like stamped a plus
0: yeah but then full moon you know know,
1: something so i get over there and tequila no actually
0: she didn't inject herself with the wrong stuff because of (laughs) drinking
1: and we have suspected that my sister has as well Uh, In the past, and it may have happened at some points, but now I've also listened to something on NPR that had to do with this up and down stuff that my mom's had with blood sugar Uh and how that is this random thing that happens to lots of diabetics. And so, yeah, if my mom drinks, which she shouldn't at all because she's diabetic, but she tends to get a big digestive problem the next day. Okay. Okay. But something went wrong. And when she took her nighttime insulin, which is the long-acting insulin, she got too much of it for what she needed. And she takes this... With the short-term insulin, she takes an amount that it Varies is,
0: based on her meals.
1: Yes, according to the carbs she's eating. But with the nighttime one, she takes the same amount every night. Right. And she's blind, but she here's the pen clicking and she can feel it.
0: It's a dosing pen with a little dial that...
1: If she has her hearing aids on she hears it so that might have been a, one of the problems oh, who knows she might have had, I'm going to ask her that but anyhow she got too much insulin
0: and so she's having this insulin reaction and with the short term insulin the fix is a short term fix you take some sugar pills and it you stops. eat some candy and your blood sugar goes back up
1: Right but I am very sleep deprived and I'm trying to process things and it's occurring to me that she's freezing cold she's shaking I'm giving her sugar pills I'm trying to test her blood sugar, which I'm not very good at when I'm sleep-deprived. I mean, she knew what, what I should be doing better than, than I did, but she couldn't do it. And I'm realizing that she's probably been having this reaction since she went to bed. Yeah. For like five hours now. She's been having... So it's time she's to get the, some
0: medical assistance.
1: She's at the end of it where she's actually better than she was a few hours ago. Right. Because she could call me. Yes. And so I check her her blood sugar and it's within a range that she shouldn't be in the condition she's in and i say look i need to call the paramedics and now her blood pressure starts going up (laughs) which doesn't really help it doesn't
0: no but no
1: but she doesn't want me to do that because she doesn't want them to take her and i say you know you don't necessarily have to go anywhere
0: but we need some but if they come here they can help
1: And she says, no, you just take me. And I say, I am not able to take you to the hospital. I can't carry you to the car. And if we get there, I can't get you immediate treatment because we're not getting there in an ambulance. So if we need an ambulance, we need the ambulance to take you. And if you don't need an ambulance, when the paramedics come, they will assess the situation and give us something to do. Because the paramedics in our area also have a program that they work with where they really try not to take you if they don't have to right they try to give you medical service right there at your house if possible yes and so these these uh three young guys come i call i'm on the phone for a long time talking to the person who makes you stay on the phone till the people get there yep and then i go outside and get them these three young paramedic guys come and we go over this situation and one of the guys is saying to her look you're going to have to have something to eat because otherwise your blood sugar is going to keep going back too low. It's not getting high enough because your insulin is reacting against it. And it occurs to me, oh, this is the long term.
0: A sugar pill is dispersed and metabolized shortly, short term. Yes. She needs some protein and some complex carbs that will metabolize long term.
1: Right. She, she, They would like to take her. They won't insist. She declines they go away and I say, you know, he's, he's right. And here's why. So we need to get you something that you can eat to keep your blood sugar getting better. And she was getting better while they were there. She was becoming more coherent. Her speech, you know, her speech was not just better, but her she wasn't like, her eyes weren't rolling around while she was trying to focus. Like, When you're trying to not pass out or something. She was getting, you know, just overall better while they were there. And I saw that and I thought, okay, this is good. We're getting somewhere. So when they leave, I go to, um, I say, I'm going to go get you something like a smoothie or protein drink. Right. Because it'll have just enough sugar to deal with now, enough protein to deal with the long term Mm -hmm. until you can get to morning.
0: Now, did these guys treat you differently from how paramedics and other emergency response people used to treat you before?
1: Everybody treats me different than they did before. My observation is that they seem to feel that they know what to do with me in a gender exchange of information interaction. You know, you're a guy, you're the dude, you're the son, and we talk to you like...
0: The man who's in the charge. The guy's
1: talking to the guy mm-hmm. who's almost in charge because this is his mother, so not entirely. <laughs> and yep. respect because this is your mother. Yes. So yeah, they do. Everybody does.
0: It's it makes it so much easier.
1: It's very easy for me. That's yeah.
0: that's so nice. But then there was a different gender exchange when you went to go get her protein drink
1: I it, it was I decided to go to like the convenience store that was at the gas station because it was close by it's known to have those types of things that you really need but mm-hmm. don't want to go to the big store for the big store was really just kitty corner from that but it's also a big parking lot and a big store and you have to go through the whole thing and I just mm. was so tired all I wanted to do is go back to sleep and it was a difficult fight mm. with myself of you know, I I just really wish I was asleep. So I'm going to just drive quick right behind you as a, a convenience store. I'm going to run over there and get you something so that we can get this on the right track. Right. And I'm driving over there and I park and I go in. And as I go in, I notice things that are different reactions.
0: At 2 a.m. in the morning going into a gas station convenience store.
1: Right. Than they used to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Which your interaction at 2 a.m. going into a gas station convenience store is going to be a little bit different anyway, but...
1: then daytime. Yes. Yes. But what? here's what I notice. The guy at the cash register talks to me as soon as I come in, but I can tell everybody's got a little bit of an edge to them. And what it is is they're scoping you out to see what your scoop is, to see, like, is this going to be a confrontation with some dude at 2 or 3 in the morning? Right. Because I am some dude
0: at 2 or 3 in the morning,
1: unfortunately.
0: (laughs) You are always some dude, whether or not it's 2 or 3 in the morning.
1: Uh, 2 or 3 in the morning is the very unfortunate part. Yes. So when I come in, he he talks to me right away, and he's basically assessing, are you drunk? Are you high? Are you going to be a problem? Are you gonna Are rob you the store? The place?
0: Are you yeah. what's high your story? On something? Are you tweaking? Are yes. you you know do I need to be extra aware of you for any reason? And in what kind of way do I need right. to be extra aware of you, if so?
1: Exactly. So I'm like, okay. So he gets the scoop, I say, Look, I need to get XYZ from my mother, she's feeling ill. I'm gonna figure out which thing will work best. Mm-hmm. And off I go to the other end of the aisle
0: the cold case where they have these things yes yeah
1: and I'm standing there trying to decide with my pretty much asleep brain and as I'm trying to decide another guy comes in and he goes right to the end of the aisle that's like one or two aisles over from me towards the cold case over there which is probably Uh either sports drinks or beer either one one of those things I, but, I can
0: see reason for wanting either of those at two a.m. But yes,
1: so as he's you know kind of waltzing down the aisle and he gets to the end, he sees me and he sort of almost almost like Bob the dog jumps, and looks at me, like whoa, there's a guy there, and I should have been aware <laughs> of that. And with the same type of scoping thing going on of, is he high? Is he drunk? Is he going to be a problem? Do I need to be aware of him? And this is a guy of, maybe Middle Eastern type guy mm-hmm. so he might be like there's a guy and he's a white guy and so is there going to be a problem White guys here? are scary they are
0: white guys are extra scary they are and they, they blame just,
1: it on everybody else. they will
0: blame it on everybody else everybody, but the white guys are scary every
1: gender every orientation of every sort
0: every, every other every, ethnicity they will blame yes, it on all of them but, but it's no, really the white the guys, white guys are, that are scary it's that line from pocahontas these white men are dangerous Yes. <laughs> I think that's like all of western history summed up in one sentence.
1: And now whenever you say Pocahontas, I think of Elizabeth Warren. Oh,
0: of course. Yes, yes. and no. And she going-
1: darn well knows the white guys are dangerous. <laughs> so So he sees um, me, he scopes me out. Rant,
0: yeah, white guys are dangerous. Sorry. Yeah.
1: And he scopes me out and I look at him like, "What?" And then I realize what's going on. I'm like, Look, man, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm really trying to focus here. Which one of these things is going to work? Let me figure out like the sugars and the protein and the carbs. And
0: And so you're the only person who walks into a gas station convenience store at 2 a.m. and starts looking at the nutritional labels.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes, I am looking at the (laughs) nutritional labels on the protein smoothies. (laughs) That's me. Trying to compute with my... A sleep screen on.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: My computer of my brain. Yes. So, I thought, wow, I need to make a note of this when I get back in the car because I totally forget because it is two effing thirty in the morning. But I need to tell my wife about this weird thing, being the white guy at the convenience store in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So I brought my mother the drinks, and I said, this one has protein and no sugars, and this one has some sugars and some protein, I think you should start with some sugars and some protein, because the sugar pills were working. And then I help her do a few more things.
0: Because that's the way it always goes when you go there. You help her do more things. And
1: she's not in great shape. No. But she needs to, like, she probably spent five hours sweating in those clothes, and she's freezing cold still. Get something clean and dry on, and get wrapped up in some like winter fuzzy boots on to warm herself and uh get you know settled in on the couch with her smoothie so i can go home and sleep yes <laughs> because i have to be at the neurologist at eight fifteen
0: 15
1: to manage Aww. my aunt
0: and so at this point you had left me home and I was I, I kind of half asleep had asked you on your way past the bed on your way out the door, is there anything I can help you with?" And you said no, get sleep so that you can parent in the morning
1: <laughs> Yes, please because
0: because I had to get kids up and yes out to their respective places while you were getting ready to go and see your aunt.
1: Right plus I had a really hard time getting back up. A couple hours later. Ah, so hard. So I had about two and a half hours sleep at either end. Oh. Maybe.
0: That's not fair. Now, you did get up, though.
1: I got up. I got ready. I went to the neurologist. I'm sitting there waiting. My aunt comes in. Great. There's my aunt. She goes to the desk to check in. And there's talking and talking going on over there with her and the receptionist. I'm like...
0: This is a lot of talking for just an appointment check-in.
1: Yes. So I go over there, and I hear them talking, and they're saying, well, the appointment was at 1.20.
0: And you confirmed with her that it was at 8.15. Yes. She doesn't have memory problems. No. Continue.
1: And so the receptionist, and I'm thinking, oh, God, that's a long time from now. And if I go to sleep, I'll have to get up again. And if I don't go to sleep, I have to wait till after that to go to sleep. And this is just bad. (laughs) All I can think of is how tired I am.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: So the receptionist decides she's going to move the appointment to like 1040. And my aunt decides she's going to go shopping or something until then. Whether she really means shopping or window shopping or shopping for crap you don't need, I don't know. This and is I say, the
0: thing that old ladies who are retired do?
1: And I say, okay, I'm going to go home and do a couple errands that involve phone calls for like the kids' meds and Stuff like that.
0: Trying to get things ready for back to school, yeah.
1: And I will meet you back here at 1040. Yes. Which is good, because she doesn't like this doctor. <laughs> and he doesn't seem to really like her either.
0: He deals with a lot of old people who <clears throat> don't have memory problems. <laughs> right. He doesn't need to like her. He just needs to get her the right services.
1: Right. Right. And we go in, and the M.A. is, I guess they shuffle them around a lot, but she's very nice, and we're nice, and my aunt's not real smooth at, like, chit-chat. Um, <laughs> it's not that she's not wanting to be friendly. She's a social person. Oh, yes. But. Her
0: social skills.
1: She's a bit abrupt, and so sometimes she sounds like a person with maybe some dementia. But anyhow. Um, <laughs> She's
0: always been like that, though. When she's she-
1: not mad about it, she's okay to deal with.
0: Yeah,
1: and we go in, and and she's already getting defensive because we're going in. But the ma is very nice, and we chat a little, and she tells us like, "Oh, it, he's he's on schedule this morning. He's actually a little ahead of schedule because it's his birthday, and he wants out of here." <laughs>
0: That's and we're great.
1: like, "Okay, good." So doctor comes in. Yes. Starts looking at the screen and talking to her and doesn't say anything. And I just, I don't care. I'm just sitting there Uh waiting until I need to be needed.
0: Uh
1: And he's talking to her. Did you get the blood work done? And she says, there's too big of a a, a pause. So I know she didn't. And she says, yeah, yeah, I did that. (sighs) And I'm like, oh boy. And he looks in the computer and he says, I don't have it here. You didn't do it. And then, so after he's dealt with her for a few minutes, he talks to me. Because you're the
0: man in charge.
1: You could see he's glad I'm the man in charge. And that he (laughs) feels there should be a man in charge. (laughs) And that it's appropriate that I am there being in charge. Yes. Because he talks to me totally different than her. Oh, yeah. And like I'm a rational person, but also in the way that... A
0: guy talks to
1: a guy. Male doctors will talk to other guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we have to deal with this nonsense. So I'm glad you're here. Yes. Like he said, blah, 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 blah. I'm glad you're here because this is a problem. I say, yes, it
0: is.
1: (laughs) You are correct. Yes. That is why we are here. And he says, so if you could get her to the blood work so that we could finish this part of it, I'm seeing nothing in the MRI. So that basically means like no brain tumors or big anomalies so next we need to look at blood work
0: and make sure that there's no nutritional deficiencies or other problems that could some be some kind of toxicities yes. or
1: thyroid things or something yes and after that we have to consider dementia and i'm looking at him like you are, you need to be considering that right now you know that right
0: <laughs> and i'm sure he knows that but he has the process of ruling everything else out so that he can really prove to your aunt who doesn't have memory problems
1: yes So I say, no problem. We can do that right now. I will take her downstairs and sign her in. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he says, call me on Monday. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he explains very thoroughly to her, I will not have this here by tomorrow. I might have it here, but it is for sure I will have it here Monday, so you call me on Monday. And we say we'll do that. Of course, by Monday, some other things were happening, and I couldn't go be with her to call him. right. So that got delayed, but all of us were fairly sure nothing was going to show up in the blood work anyway. Right. But that wasn't the purpose for being there when she called. The purpose was to then be able to say to him, okay, now what?
0: Because there needs to, she needs a, she needs a chaperone with all of this and not because of her potential dementia, but well, partly because of her potential dementia and partly because she is unwilling to accept responsibility for any sort of treatment or process of diagnosis.
1: Or she conveniently doesn't remember.
0: But she doesn't have memory problems? Uh,
1: some of it's convenient and some of it's really not convenient. She just doesn't. And then there's the fact of she's dealing with a, a doctor who is being very um, male-privileged, doctor-privileged,
0: I am the educated white guy, so let me tell you. Not a white guy. No?
1: No, not a white guy. Oh. But uh, just very... I am
0: the educated man.
1: Beneath me to deal with you, because, you know, Mm -hmm. she's a woman. Yes. So I have that advantage that I can offer my female family and friends of, I'll be the guy who goes with you, so that they will give us the correct information appropriately, and treat you appropriately. Yes. Because I'm here.
0: Yeah.
1: So I do that job because I should. Somebody needs to help.
0: That is your um, toll for your male <laughs> privilege. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I accept that toll. More people probably should. Yeah. less people should charge a toll, which is the real point. But in any case. <laughs> uh, so to find our way to the current end of that story... She eventually did call him herself because we had a a plumbing thing for me to deal with at our house and I couldn't do that.
0: Plumbing, yeah.
1: Then work got crammed really crazy together and she had to call him herself. And so when I spoke to her last, she said, yeah, I called him and there's nothing wrong. And I'm thinking, well, there's not nothing wrong, but there's nothing wrong with your blood work. Yeah, but we haven't gotten to the rest of that yet because there's not been time, and and she's got craft fairs right now that she's preparing for, uh-huh. and then she's going to my sister, so she can't make an appointment to follow up on this and have me, you know, help her. Right. It takes longer time to get an appointment than that. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is get on the list to talk to her doctor. Yes. And then be able to talk to him mm-hmm. about what we do next. She wants to get rid of him, but I don't know if there's somebody else on her insurance and I'd need to see the insurance and
0: yes, whatever.
1: I, I'm not prepared to be in charge of it yet because I have other things on my to-do list that are ahead of that.
0: And she is now living in her own space without anyone else to blame her forgetfulness on.
1: Right. So that's helpful to me because I don't have to hear the complaining about what somebody did that they probably didn't do. And she seems happier. And the less stress she has, the less problems we have from her memory problems. Yes. So So that's good. Yeah, that's good.
0: You get to be the man in the room. I do. I'm sorry.
1: Hey, you know, it, it is an advantage in the sense of if I went with as her niece, I would have no credibility with that guy.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: And, you know, just like our Jesus friend said, he tries to use his straight white male privilege to help others that he recognizes need that help of him standing there saying, oh, no, this Latina person is with me, and what she says is this, and says what she says again so that the person listens. That yes. kind of thing that he does.
0: He, he does. He's, he's actually very good at that. But unlike a lot of other guys who will steal the women's ideas and then let the credit be theirs, he'll say, no, 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 really, my Latina colleague here said this.
1: Yes. First he'll tell him, and once they've said you're correct, then he says, that's what she said. She's telling you that.
0: <laughs> the only time I think I've ever heard those four words yeah. put together in a positive context.
1: Yeah, well, he doesn't say that's, <laughs> that's what she what said. That's what she's saying. I am telling you that. I know. <laughs> that's a shorter version that's now become the longer version of explaining it yes. to the microphone. <laughs> yes. So there you have it. So that's it.
0: That is it.
1: Yes, and they're quite consistent in their... I think they sound a little better than you do.
0: (laughs) They don't bother me when I'm not trying to record. Right. Oh well, there are crickets.
1: And they're all at one level, they're not doing the real cricket sound like you hear when you're... Yeah. ...using it as a...
0: Sound, Sound effects. Bait. Sound effect. <laughs> yeah. Sound yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why are you leaning back? I'm stretching. Oh, back. okay.
1: Yeah. I'm like, no, don't
0: make me move it closer to you <laughs> again. <laughs> ah!
1: So that he so can. No, she
0: didn't say that it was 8.15. Your mother didn't say it was 8.15, did she? She did. Oh, okay.
1: I said, well, let me start over. My mother says, "Are you going to the endocrinologist with your aunt tomorrow?"
0: The endocrinologist? Oh, damn it. Neurologist.
1: Yes, yeah, so and ne- I'm got all the doctors.
0: <laughs> it's okay. In there are too many okay. doctors. So,
1: as we're leaving, my mother says, <laughs> <laughs>